Episode 12, The Thriving with Nature Model. Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Well, hello, Thrivers. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm talking ever so softly today because today is the day, the day of silence here in Bali, Indonesia, and it's called Nippy Day. And I wish you could feel the serenity, the peacefulness that is the day of silence. There's something special about being amongst thousands and thousands of people and not being able to hear one of them. There's no cars, no one is allowed outside, and the birds are insane right now. There's pigeons, sparrows or finches, of course the roosters, it wouldn't be Bali without the roosters, and then there's just the breeze rustling through my mango tree. There's some birds in the background. It's absolutely serene. And I hope that you will get some sense of peacefulness right now when you're listening to this. It's a, it's a very special day, and especially with what's going on in life at the moment with the pandemic, there's, it just feels like the whole world is taking one big deep breath today. And I wish every country around the world experienced this. And it's completely different to being in lockdown, even though technically, if we looked at the terms of it, we are in lockdown. However, because there's technically no electronics, there'll be no lights tonight. It'll be, it's one of my favourite nights because I get to see the stars. You get to feel nature breathing. It's just truly a special day. And it's also a day that you actually get to... Stop and hear what's going on in your mind. Feel a bit more connected to nature. And I've been able to just, my brain has, a lot of things have dropped in. And I want to share with you today what I'm calling the thriving with nature model. The seven core things that if we uh, give attention to and make sure all of these seven things are part of our lives, that we will thrive with nature. And it can work from looking at your living supplement garden. Are all seven of these elements part of this living supplement garden? And then from a a global scale, from your own health, are these seven things something that you're following? But before I get to that, I want to share with you something I'm reading. I'm reading The Hidden Life of Trees at the moment. And something profound happened for me reading this particular couple of paragraphs, especially with what's going on in the world. So let me read it to you. A tree is not a forest. On its own, a tree cannot establish a consistent local climate. It is at the mercy of wind and weather, but together, many trees create an ecosystem that moderates extremes of heat and cold, stores a great deal of water and generates a great deal of humidity. And in this protected environment, trees can live to be very old. To get to this point, the community must remain intact no matter what. If every tree were looking out for itself, then quite a few trees, quite a few of them would never reach old age. 
Regular fatalities would result in many large gaps in the tree canopy, which would make it easier for storms to get inside the forest and uproot more trees. The heat of summer would reach the forest floor and dry it out. Every tree would suffer. Every tree, therefore, is valuable to the community and worth keeping around for as long as possible. And that is why even sick individuals are supported and nourished until they recover. Next time, perhaps, it will be the other way around and the supporting tree might be the one in need of assistance. I can't help but think about what's going on in this world right now in regards to how we've all going into lockdown. The majority of us are thinking about those ones that are in need. We are supporting. We are thinking about each individual and how important it is to the community. As a human race, having the older generation or the sick people die quickly will cause holes in our humanity. The ripple effect of the grief, of the wisdom lost, will be the beginning of us breaking down as a humanity. And so it really gives me hope is that the majority of us are thinking about the whole. And I think this is where the evolution happens in regards to where we each become one of the whole rather than thinking only of ourselves. Because when we think only of ourselves, we panic. We worry we don't have enough. But when we have the entire community and the entire humanity with us, when one of us falls, the others help. And vice versa, when you see someone fall, you'll help them. It's really, really powerful and I see this as not only relevant to what's going on in the world, it makes me think, how can I provide value to the community? How can I be of service to the whole? And for me, it's all about sharing my passion of the Living Supplement Garden. The Living Supplement Garden will satiate and heal you but this is where it comes to those seven core elements that are required not only for a living supplement garden to create the nutrients that your personal body needs, but these seven core elements are also in regards to the strengthening of our community on many levels. So I'm going to go through these seven elements and break it down on different levels. So the first one, and if we look at it from a living supplement garden level, and then I'll expand from that. So photosynthesis, it's one of the first principles in syntropic agroforestry. It's certainly one of the, it's where we started all the time when we were talking about soil advocacy. Photosynthesis, and for those of you who don't remember school or may have never heard of it, Photosynthesis is when the, the leaves utilise the sun's energy to capture the carbon in carbon dioxide and along with water turns it into a sugary substance. And this sugary substance not only helps that plant grow, but it also goes down into the roots and feeds the life in the soil, the microbiome, the bacteria, the fungi, and all of the life and the soil food web, which builds the health of that plant. It's a whole community for a plant to grow. 
not just the plant itself. So photosynthesis, the element of photosynthesis for me is about energy, is about utilizing the purest of pure energy, you know, the sun. The sun, you know, in some aspects, I feel like the Egyptians who talk about, I believe it's Ra, the sun god. Truly, if the sun was all gone, all of life would disappear. There'd be no photosynthesis. Because when we eat plants, we're actually eating the sun's energy. And that's why the closer to eating the pure energy of the sun, the healthier you become. If you eat animals that eat the plants, then you are getting elements of that sun, but it has broken down. And that's why they say, go for the 80-20. Eat 80% plants, 20% meat. We've gone out of balance in that and we're kind of, because we're getting away from that pure light energy, sickness and illness happens. So photosynthesis is a, a core element of energy that is required in the health of your living supplement garden. And of course, in the health of a community, what is the source of its energy? And the source of its energy are our humans, our us. And what's the source of our energy? <laughs> Plants. So that's our fuel. So the fuel is the photosynthesis or fuel, I'll, I'll call it. Pure sunlight fuel is the first core element. The second core element is biodiversity. Now, biodiversity is absolutely about the more wisdom, the more variety of, we'll start in the living supplement garden, the more variety of plants you have in that little garden creates the more variety of microbes, which creates a higher possibility and strength of protection in that plant, higher variety of nutrition in that plant. It just creates strength. Just like if you have one person who knows one, has one area of knowledge, as opposed to having a hundred people that have a hundred different areas of knowledge, it's a lot more powerful. So biodiversity breeds strength in your garden and not only your garden, but in a community. So if you've got a community, one person's really good at building, one person's really good at electricity, one person's really good at helping people through grief, one person's really good at fixing broken bodies, one person's really good at nurturing and nourishing people. When you have a range of people and we all, and there's other principles that will come to this, help one another, it strengthens the community, it strengthens humanity, it strengthens your garden. So that is the second core element is biodiversity or diversity. The third element in the Thriving with Nature model is about the soil food web. And what I talk about with the soil food web is that there is no waste. There is in the soil food web, which is underneath the soil, there are tiny little bacteria that help by certain different ways they do it. They create nutrients for the plants to absorb because plants can't directly absorb the nutrients from the soil. They need the microbes to help digest it for them. Just as the microbes in our guts, we need those microbes in there to help digest the plants. So in the soil food web, you've got the smaller ones, then you've got the bigger ones that are predators to them and they also provide value to the whole. Then you've got the bigger things and you've got earthworms that eat some of the microbes. Then you've got birds that eat the worms. You've got cats that eat the birds or bigger eagles that eat, take the birds. It's not just soil food web, but almost the web of life. 
And in the web of life, nothing is wasted. One man's trash is another man's treasure. In other words, a bird eats a worm and it poos. Beautiful substance that comes out of its other end has bacteria and microbes and nutrients that feed the soil food web and make it even more stronger. So through that action, that soil food web, the whole became stronger. That's why nature naturally grows in abundance. It has a succession of thriving it gets better and better. So if we, the soil food web, when you nurture and nourish that in your living supplement garden, that will end up nurturing and nourishing you. Now let's look at this on a larger scale for community. It's about no waste. Now right now, this is where we've seen with the plastic in the ocean, the plastic that's suffocating our drains, the plastic that's getting into our bloodstreams and poisoning us and giving us our cancers and all those things, we have forgotten about the soil food web, about being non-waste. We need to go back to where if we create something, it must have a full life cycle that when it's at its completion, it becomes valuable to another person in that community to utilise and perhaps when they finish, it becomes valuable to someone else. It, it continues in that natural thriving spiral onwards and upwards to make the betterment of the community. It's not just about you just dump it, you know, we're just dumping things. And that's where disease happens. That's where the environment breaks apart. So that's the third element is the soil food way or no waste in the thriving with nature model. Then we've got the fourth one, which is water. Water is life, but water is also a messenger, it communicates, it carries especially in the living supplement garden, it carries the messages to the plants and the microbes about what's going on in your body. It's really, really powerful in also nourishing and nurturing the life in the soil. In community, this represents, water represents communication. When there's no communication, we lose barriers, there's barriers, things become between us. We have imaginary mind issues that cause um, us to fight against each other because what's going on in our minds rather than just communicating. I mean, how many movies do you watch that obviously it wouldn't be a movie if the person just spoke to them and said, hey, this happened and this is what, is this what you experienced? And if they just communicated, say, oh no, that this is what happened exactly, then there'd be no movie, of course, but <laughs> communication is the key. The fifth element of the Thriving with Nature model is the microbiome. So the microbes in the soil, as the microbes in our gut, in one teaspoon of soil, for example, there are more microbes, and I'll talk about as in healthy soil, there are more microbes than humans on this planet. So there's many, and it's a diverse range, and they all are working for the common goal even though they're doing their part, what they love to do, what their value is, their one piece, they turn this particular microbe turns um, some elements into nutrients for the plant. It has a certain way. It just continues to do that so that it, it knows because if it makes the plant healthy, it gets more of those exudates, which is that sugary substance, and therefore it'll feed more. So it's even though on some element it's doing it for itself, what it's doing is actually better for the whole. So if we look at this from a community aspect, the microbiome, it's about working for a common goal for the strengthening of the community. 
So for me, how I see this is in my life is I wish to teach people more and more about the Living Supplement Magadam because I know that if they are connected and they get healthier through eating what they grow through the Living Supplement Garden, they will become healthier and stronger and happier and the community will be stronger. And also their connection when I believe when you start to see how nature is working with us and we, we can nurture it and it be more amazing, then I think we'll stop destroying it so much because it's very obvious. So it's connecting us with nature. So that's even though in some selfish aspects, I absolutely just love talking about this stuff. Other people would hate talking about this stuff. And so that's why life is so amazing. Someone else enjoys, you don't. This is our differences between our microbiomes. Each microbe has its own purpose and each human has its own purpose. And you know that you will be building the community if you're just following in your passion and providing value to the community through that passion. So that is the microbiome. That's the fifth element in the Thriving with Nature model. The sixth element is connection. Now, connection with one another inside, I'm reading The Hidden Life of Trees. The trees connect with one another and they support. When one is not well, they send nutrients its way. When one has been attacked, it sends a scent out and warns the other plants that this is happening. There is a connection that happens in through the mycelium, the roots. There's this fungi that can travel kilometres that can help support the trees as well. So connection is really important to be connected to the community, to be connected to one another is very important, to feel empathised, to feel important as part of one of the community members. So connection is important in regards to your living supplement garden because we need to connect with these plants. We need to connect with the each individual plants that are in your living supplement garden because then they will connect to you and they'll be able to read what's going on for you and build the nutrients a certain way. I can explain that more with the living supplement garden down the track, but connection is important in plants, in a garden and in human society that we need to connect to one another. And then the final element of thriving with nature is nurturing. On the living supplement garden, on the full moon, you go in and you touch and you communicate. And there's been many studies of people playing music to plants and connecting a certain machine where the plant plays music back. It's amazing. Talking to the plants, there's a lot of scientific study that has an effect on that. Nurturing, loving, you know, at the end of the day, it's loving. It's giving love. And in the community, that's where love is. Love is about giving, giving love. Yes, there's the element of receiving, and that's also important, especially if you are a person that refuses to receive gratitude and receive love. That's something you need to work on um, to allow that flow, that communication to actually come in, and, and that way you'll feel connected. What I'm talking about here is giving love. So giving love to your living supplement garden, but also giving love to the community, nurturing and having compassion for one another, having compassion that we're all different, we're all going through different things, but at the same time, we're all going through the human life. So those are the seven elements of the Thriving with Nature model. Photosynthesis, biodiversity, soil food web or no waste, water, microbiome, connection and nurturing. 
I'm really excited to start sharing and to see how this model evolves, but it feels really exciting to verbalise and share this. And it also feels very exciting to share this on such a beautiful day, the day of silence, where I have not been as silent and neither has that dog in the background, if you've heard it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, Thrivers. I love connecting with you. I love sharing this information. Please feel free to come to thrivingwithnature.com and make a comment or even come onto the Facebook page, Thriving With Nature or on my Instagram, Thriving With Nature. I'd love to hear from you. I wish you a blessed, beautiful, serene day. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Thriving With Nature website where all of my videos, podcasts and resources are to take what we discuss here to the next level and apply it in real life. I'd love to have you come join myself and many others striving towards living a regenerative lifestyle. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.